Community is important to everyone, no matter where you live across the great state of Minnesota. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is an engaged and socially responsible cooperative that values the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Affinity Plus works hard to give back in a variety of ways, both through financial advice and products, and also through volunteering, sponsorships, and charitable giving. Members know and trust that as a credit union, a local not-for-profit financial cooperative, Affinity Plus has their best interests at heart. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter and see for yourself how Affinity Plus is different. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and my guest today is Sergeant Neil Dickinson, Public Information Trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol. Neil, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me back, Ken. Yeah, here we go. Labor Day weekend is here. It is already. What happened to the summer? I don't know. It happened. It, it, you know, the older I get, it, the summer just goes faster. I guess the years go faster. But uh, It's very true. But yeah, Labor Day is upon us here again and, uh, of course, with... Uh, with Labor Day comes of uh, a bunch of people probably going out and celebrating, going to their local uh, lakes, maybe going out for dinner, which includes alcoholic beverages. So, of course, we just want to remind everybody, again, be safe out on the roadways, uh, especially when we're operating a car, if we're operating a boat, if we're operating an ATV, anything with the motor uh, can constitute getting a driving under the influence charge if you have too many adult beverages and uh, you find yourself in a bad position. Um, you know, again, uh, we've got extra enforcement starting. Well, it's been on for a couple of weeks now, but that's going to run until September 2nd. And that's statewide. That's more than 300 law enforcement agencies all getting together and working extra patrol or extra shifts uh, to focus on getting that impaired driver off of the road. Now that, like I said, that's just not driving an op or operating a vehicle that's a boat an atv everything else that 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 can possibly you know get yourself hurt or someone else so we just want everybody to plan ahead you know we talk about this in law enforcement tom nixon's usually with me we talk about it towards zero death uh department of public safety office traffic safety that's our goal is to reduce the number of crashes we're seeing currently on our road and um you know we're still seeing them unfortunately out here so Plan ahead. That's the biggest thing we can do. There's Uber, there's there's friends, there's so many options out yeah. there. If you find yourself in that position, you know, maybe I had too many drinks, but I'm not that far from my destination or home. I'll take the chance. It's not worth it because you don't know, you know, what could happen within that short period or long distance, whatever you're driving. So plan ahead. If you find yourself in that position, don't drive. Call make arrangements to get yourself to your final destination safely. Yeah, good advice. And with those extra patrols, you just don't want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Neil, uh, of course, uh, last time uh, you were here, we were talking about all the new laws that have taken effect. And uh, bring us up to date. Uh, are, are Minnesotans complying with the hands-free law? Let's start with that one first of yeah, all. Yeah, well, the hands-free law has been uh, in effect uh, uh, since August 1st. And I think it's it's a little bit of a slow learning process for a lot of people because the, the old law was is no texting and driving or accessing a wireless device to get on the Internet. But once a phone call came in, you could grab your hand, your cell phone, for instance, and answer your phone. Sure. Under the new law, it's called the hands-free law now. And, of course, uh, 
it makes it easier for us in law enforcement to see if somebody has a phone or cell phone in their hand while they're operating a vehicle, and now it's against the law. So I think it's maybe a slow transition for a lot of people. Old to, habits, you mean? To, old habits are hard to break, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and uh, we get that, but we're out enforcing this, and I just uh, was given some stats here. Since the new law started August 1st, uh, up until August 22nd, the Minnesota State Patrol, that's not including other agencies now, uh, we issued uh, 1,614 citations and warnings under wow. the new hands-free law. So that's quite a bit yeah. uh, statewide here. And it's kind of interesting on the ages of the citations and warnings that were issued. Really? So anybody under the age of 20, and of course they cannot be on a cell phone. If you have a provisional driver's license when from 16 to 18, there's no cell phone use whatsoever. And that law has not changed. Uh, the law on that has changed now. You can actually set your maps uh, let's say uh, you have a map program for those provisional drivers. As long as it's set prior to leaving or driving, you can have a cell phone up, and, and the new provisional drivers can't actually look at that. They can change music on that phone or, or have it actually streaming, um, um, but they cannot have it in their hands. So the best policy is put that phone away. But anyway, we're getting back to the numbers here. Under the age of 20, approximately 100 um, issues or citations or warnings the age of 20 to 29, 500. So that's the biggest number that wow. we're seeing is 20 to 29. Uh, number three comes in at the age of 30 to 39, 400. Uh, 40 to 49, 300. And then people my age in the 50 to 59 range is 200. So they kind of have, you can see the, the really young drivers and then your older drivers seem to get the message. It's that group in, within the 20s to 40 years of age range is where we're seeing it. And then anybody that's 60 years or, or age or older, it's 130. So, you know, we're still seeing it with the with the older drivers, but that range of 20 to 40 is, is kind of what we're seeing out there in the road. So I think with the younger drivers, because they're used to having a cell phone with them at all times, you know, when we grew up, uh, Ken, we didn't have that no. that, that issue and, and being distracted in the car when it comes to cell phones. There's other distractions, obviously, but yes. we didn't have the cell phone uh, back when I started to drive. And it's easier for me to put that phone away. And that's our recommendation, everybody. Just simply put the phone away. The new law says you can have one-touch activation. So you need to set your phone up for one-touch or voice activation. Um, those two, you are allowed now to use a cell phone um, basically, if it's a hands-free operation is what we're looking at. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we have a ways to go as far as compliance, because like you said, that's just the state patrol. Right. And other law enforcement agencies, whether it's uh, sheriff departments or uh, police, right. uh, are all enforcing this laws. They are. Well. And like I said, I don't have those numbers, but I'm assuming those numbers are, are quite high as well. So, yeah, keep that in mind. And we're out in force looking for the hands-free law. I mean, we're enforcing that because we know distracted driving is a major contributing factor why people are crashing today, getting hurt, and getting killed on our roadways. So put the phones away is the best option. Yeah. Uh, the other new law was the uh, uh, everybody stay to the right unless you're passing. Uh, stay slow, slow traffic, stay out of the left lane. That is correct. Uh, otherwise known as a slowpoke law. I've heard that. <laughs> uh, so it's always been in the Minnesota Driver's Manual that it's recommended that you drive in the, in the right lane. So if there's two lanes going in the same direction, this Minnesota uh, driver's manual says it's recommended going in the right lane. Now, under the new law that, that was just passed, again, August 1st, um, law enforcement, if they see somebody in the left lane impeding traffic and they're not moving over to the right lane where they can safely do it, they can get stopped and issued a citation 
under the new move over to the right lane law. So I think the uh, the problem that we're seeing out there, and we want to make sure that people um, get this information, is when that law was passed, it doesn't give people the right to go over the posted speed limit. And, I, and I've heard that comment in the past, hey, we can go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit now. And that and that's never been the case, and it never will be. The posted <laughs> speed limit is the posted speed limit. So I think this law was designed to keep all traffic moving in a very close uh, moving type of of operation. It's a lot safer when traffic's all flowing at the same speed or close to it. Um, and you can see where if you do happen to come up on somebody that's traveling well below the posted speed limit and they're not moving over, that can create some traffic issues behind that person. So under the new law, that's what we want everybody to do. If you're one of those drivers and there's nothing wrong with driving well under the posted speed limit, they're being safe. Um, I get it. But if you're traveling, let's say you have a, a speed limit of 70, and if you're traveling maybe at 55, you're going to have a traffic ba- uh, jam behind you or draft traffic backup. Move to the right lane when you're when it's safe to do so. Let those people pass you. If you see somebody that's passing you at a very high rate of speed, by all means, call 911. Report that, get us a license plate number, and we're going to do anything that we can to get that car stopped and, and educate the driver about the dangers of speeding. Yeah. Yep. Um, Neil, uh, in addition to that new law, uh, isn't there a new law also that allows construction workers to report drivers that are causing infractions or are driving dangerously in construction zones? Again, August 1st, yes, this is another law that, you know, us in the state patrol and law enforcement, um, you know, are adapting to. And it's similar to a school bus driver. Um, if, um, if they see a, a car that goes through their stop arm with the flashing lights going, they can report that to law enforcement. Law enforcement has up to four hours to contact that registered owner and figure out who was driving. And if they, that person had the right vehicle, the right driver, um, that's us in law enforcement's job to figure that out. But we can issue a citation from what the school bus drivers witness. We don't have to witness this. It's one of those laws that we do not have to witness. Same now with the new law with the construction workers. Mm. Construction workers now can report any dangerous driving habits or, or violations in a construction zone. So careless, reckless driving, speeding, um, maybe traveling over the center fog line, maybe going over and coming closer hitting cones um, they have the same ability just like a school bus driver now to contact law enforcement again we have four hours oh to contact that driver or find that driver in another law we don't have to witness or another violation we can issue a citation from that point or what the construction workers are seeing and this is an effort to keep all the construction workers safe because some of these folks that are out there they're right on the center line they're on the fog line it's a very very dangerous uh, um, area where somebody could get hurt or killed if a driver's not paying attention or if they're driving erratic um, into those zones. And again, I want to remind everybody on the speeding violations in a construction zone, $300 fine, right? Right from the first first time that someone's cited for a speeding ticket in a Can construction it, zone. Yeah. So now you're adding on that surplus fees, all the court fees, that's close to $400. And all those are considered moving violations, again, with the hands-free law. Those go on your moving or your driving record, and insurance companies get a copy of your records, or they oh, do an boy. audit on it, and you can see how your insurance rates would go up. So it's not worth it. It can be very expensive. We want to keep everybody safe, especially in the zones and on our roadways. 
Uh, Neil, you brought it up, and let's talk about it. School will be starting uh, the day after Labor Day. And so stop arm violations continue to be an issue. I just saw the story in the news the other day. I think it was like 600 were reported across the state in one day last year. That just boggles my mind that that many people are not paying attention to flashing lights and that stop arm. Right. You know, that's a scary uh, um, trend or, or just hearing those numbers. Because think about any time a school bus driver has that, that uh, stop arm out. They have their red lights flashing. Our students, our young people are boarding or unloading a school bus and, and people that are running maybe late for work or being distracted, passing on the shoulder or going through one of those stop arms. I mean, think about what could happen there. And it's happened in Minnesota. It's happened nationwide where our young students have been hit by a car and this should never happen. Exactly. We need to pay attention. Remember what the law is. It's just you, if you see the red light or the stop arm come out, you have 20 feet prior to or if you're behind it, coming up to a school bus to stop. Increase that distance. I know when I see it, I, I'm, I'm at least 50 feet back, if not further, and watch out, right? And there's some tips for the students, too, that are going back to schools. Make sure that they're aware of their surroundings. I know, when the, especially the younger students, they might not be paying attention. You know, especially the first couple of days of school, they got other things on their mind. Um but for the new or for the students in there, look around. Make sure that you're watching for cars, even though the stop sign might be out and the flashing lights. You might have that driver that's not paying attention, or that driver may be under the influence or fatigue. So many factors that we're seeing out there. Um, and as a driver, uh, um, again of a vehicle, be aware of that. If you see the the yellow amber lights come out in a school bus, you know what's coming out next. The yeah. stop, the light, the red lights are coming out. The stop sign. Be prepared. Don't ever try to pass a school bus when you see those yellow ambers on. Just stay back. If you find yourself running late for work, leave early or choose a different different route because, you know, that school bus is probably going to be there every day at that same time. Yeah, I was going to say, that this is not rocket science. Get right. up earlier if you don't want to deal with the school buses or otherwise uh, just be late. Exactly. It's easy yeah. to explain to the boss that you got behind a school bus. But you're right, uh, and this is another one of the laws that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, if there's kids on the ground, if you commit this offense, it becomes a misdemeanor? It's a gross misdemeanor gross at this point. Yeah, so. so, you know, you're talking uh, some serious fines, possible jail time as well. We're taking those violations very serious. I know um, it, where I work, you know, dispatch, and, and I monitor the county and the city officers as well, I hear pretty much on a daily basis, which is scary, a, a school bus stop arm violation. And this is pretty much on a daily basis. And so we all need to, as motorists, is get back into that mindset again. That school's just around the corner here. We're going to see a lot of the yellow buses again um, on our roadways, especially in the morning and then um, late afternoon or early afternoons whenever school gets out. So we have to be prepared for it. And, um, you know, the bus drivers have a, a very tough job they as well. Do. They do. they do a great job for us, and I know some of these buses now are equipped with video cameras, so that's just added evidence for us in law enforcement that that violation is actually going to be captured on video. So it would be a lot easier for us in court if, we have, if we're challenged or have to produce evidence. Yeah, I, I think from what I last heard, it's about uh, almost 99% of the buses now have those cameras, so don't think you're going to get away with it, and very serious crime. Let's Let's not do that. You got it. Uh, Neil, anything else we should know as we uh, head for the holiday season here? Yeah, we have extra enforcement on the roads. We talked about that up until September 2nd. 
Um, that's going to be uh, in addition to the Highway 371 project that's been going on. Very successful uh, with the numbers that I've been seeing so far. I know that's uh, just state, you know, not just state patrol. We got the local sheriff's departments, um, local police departments on Highway 371, all working extra enforcement, kind of on their own during their shift, which is which is a great thing. And, and stopping vehicles that are speeding, maybe for the hands-free, anything that, that we're seeing out there. And it's already shown a reduction in the crashes um, on Highway 371. We know it's a dangerous right. road. Highway 210 project. Just talked to Captain Joe Dwyer here at the State Patrol in the Brainerd District. He said, just to remind everybody to be patient on the Highway 210 project from, what, Brainerd and east of Brainerd yeah. up to Crosby. Right. Um, we do have extra enforcement on in that in those zones, just to making sure people are not going through the, the road close signs um, and pretty much being safe if they have to go in there, if they live there. Um, our main thing is keeping those workers safe, especially on that, so they can finish that project because it is kind of a, a, a little bit of a detour for all of us to go around Highway 210, especially when you're used to doing that, yeah. and expect uh, heavy traffic around on the detour, especially this weekend with Labor Day upon us here. So just be careful. Take your time, right? Leave early if you got to be somewhere and you know these zones are in your area. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. You got it. Yeah. Very yep. good. Well, I, I've heard uh, gas prices are down. They expect a lot of traffic on this Labor Day weekend, so uh, we can't say it enough. Don't drink and drive. Put the phone away. You got it. Give yourself that extra Where- time. And always... Take responsibility for your your habits behind the wheel. Absolutely, because uh, I seen a stat: ninety four percent of our crashes here in Minnesota, it's driver error. Mm. A, a driver made a, made a mistake somehow, and and we can all do our part. Just think if everybody followed all the traffic laws, didn't drive under the influence, didn't drive tired, you had your seatbelt on, right? Um, avoided all your distractions. We're going to see our numbers drop considerably, and that's that's what we want. It, it, these are life changing crashes and events that we're responding to. And, and it's so sad for us in, in law enforcement, everybody else, the first responders, emergency room personnel, hospital personnel, to see what happens out here. And it's all preventable. Most of it's preventable, right? Yeah. So just like you said, Ken, plan ahead. Everybody be safe on the roads. Very good. Neil, you'd be safe out there, too. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again uh, later on. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Neil. Neil Dickinson, uh, Sergeant Neil Dickinson, is the public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available anytime online at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.